Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. In this episode, we're going to talk about what it means to be vulnerable. Are you ready? Let's go. Vulnerability. Vulnerability doesn't mean that when you open up, it's a dirty little secret that you're sharing with someone. Being vulnerable means that you share anything, sharing anything that you express deep interest in. So anything that you're emotionally invested in, sharing that with another person is being vulnerable. So we do this in some level on Every day, we were vulnerable with people on some level, but to build these deep, rich, and close relationships with others, we need to be vulnerable about the things that we hold deep emotional attachment to. We need to share those things. And those vulnerabilities may be things like your hopes, your dreams, your history, your wants, your needs. They may not seem like vulnerabilities, but they are because if you're emotionally attached to them, then they are things that you hold dear to you. If something is close to you, if you hold it deeply, then there's a chance that you could be hurt if if you share that with someone else and they reject it or they don't express the same feeling that you do over it. Speaking from personal experience, I was always really hurt when my love of karaoke or Dance Dance Revolution would be made fun of. It was awful to me. And I understand why people may not like karaoke, may not like Dance Dance Revolution, and they may feel like it's not for them. But it is for me, and I enjoyed it. And I felt devastated because all I wanted to do was share my joy with them. All I wanted to do is share my excitement and interest with them. That's what rejection is, and that's why we don't want to be vulnerable. But in order to make the close, meaningful friendships that we all want, we're all looking for, we have to go through this process. We have to go through this process of finding what is vulnerable about us, being secure in it, finding security and the desire to share that with someone, knowing that when you do share it with someone, it's okay for them to reject it. It's okay for them to decide it's not for them. It's okay to for them to dismiss your feelings because, well, it's just information that you're getting about how you can't be friends or you won't be friends at that moment in time because they're not interested in the thing that brings you joy. Take your energy and go find someone who is interested in what you have. Go find someone who is going to express the same level of intensity, the same amount of joy in what you present to them so that you can be friends. You'll have to learn how to deal with rejection. You'll have to learn how to be vulnerable with people. You'll have to learn how to be comfortable with your truth. And your truth is 
how you feel about whatever activity or whatever hobby you have. That'd be your truth. Knowing that, being secure in it, no matter what anyone else does or says or thinks about your truth, it is yours. Knowing that will allow you to be vulnerable with other people. Knowing that will allow you to get through the rejection that will come when other people don't feel the same way about you. Knowing that truth about yourself will allow you to take your joy, your emotion, your excitement, your frustration, your sadness, or whatever to someone else and show it to them in hopes that they will mirror back your feelings so that you can connect. But it's only the certainty of your truth and the ability to share that with someone, be okay, comfortable with doing that, and realizing that rejection is okay and it's a part of life, that you can go on and you can make friends, that you can go on that journey yourself and actually connect with other people. Someone has to be vulnerable in order for you to make a friendship. But I, I realize that there are benefits to opening up first. Since I know that I'm okay, I'm comfortable with who I am, I can open up. And one of the benefits, there are three benefits, and one of them is that, well, it makes it easier for other people to open up to me. When I share something, it gives them an opportunity to reject me. I put myself out there because I know that it's okay if they do. I'm going to be fine. They don't have to take that risk. But if I do, that gives them an opportunity to say, well, they showed their cards first. Maybe I can share a little bit about me whatever makes them safe and comfortable. So essentially, I create a little bit of a safe space when I open up, when I'm a little vulnerable with them. And then the second one is, well, I get to see who they really are. When I open up, I get to see whether they're afraid to open up or not, whether what they're going to share with me. I give them an opportunity to be a little more of who they are. I'm intentionally showing a little more of myself so that hopefully I can see a little more of them. If they decide not to share, then I know that they're, they're kind of closed up and not ready. They're not ready for that kind of closeness. And that's okay. Number three. Well, I get to decide if I want them to be a close friend or not based on their reaction. So a little bit of what I just said in number two, but I get to make a decision on how they're going to behave. So if I'm ready to live my truth out loud and be as boisterous and fun and interesting as I want to be, if I'm able to do that, I can't connect with someone who doesn't want to or isn't interested in doing that at this moment. It wouldn't be in my best interest because I think that they would look at me as if I'm crazy. <laughs> Because that's what I was. I would, I was actually full of resentment for people who would live their truth out loud, would show their vulnerabilities and not care if people judge them. I would be a little resentful of that. And I don't want to carry around that uh, energy with me. I don't want that energy to be created between me and a person who hasn't been at that level yet. So I get to choose if I want to keep them there. Do I want to be with a person who's constantly closing up and hiding themselves and are afraid? If I asked them what they like to do for fun, they, they really wouldn't really know. They would most likely would just do whatever I want because they'd be afraid of the rejection that came with them telling their truth, speaking their truth. And this would be hard to make it kind of 
closeness and deepness that I'm looking for in a friendship. So just keep that in mind. Whatever step you are or wherever you are in sharing your truth and your journey, that's absolutely fine. Continue doing that and connect with people. And if you run into people who are absolutely living their truth out loud, be conscious of learning from them instead of judging them and resenting them like I did. So I just talked about the benefits of opening up first, but how do you do that? Well, to facilitate, I like to share fun hobbies and interests that are important to me because like I said, I'm secure about sharing that in discussion. I'm secure about talking about Dance Dance Revolution and karaoke. I might be a little embarrassed about how much money I spent on Dance Dance Revolution and the whole culture. <laughs> no, I'm not embarrassed, but man, it's the story. I was really, really into that game and I got a lot of heat for it and it's fine, it's okay. It's something that helped me decide and choose who my friends would be, right? So to facilitate, share fun hobbies and interests that are important to you. And make sure that these hobbies and interests are always positive and exciting to you. Because their response to sharing something positive will indicate whether or not they're capable of supporting you in the way you want. You see, if they can't be genuine or they're dismissive about the things that you enjoy and are important to you, they're likely not going to be able to hold space for you or handle things that are more painful and important to you. If they're not going to be able to help you or make you feel safe in a space where you have plenty of joy, they are not or most likely aren't going to be able to help you in a space where you have lots of pain and you really do need support. So what hobbies or interests do you have that you've been afraid to share in the past? I encourage you to be vulnerable, share your joy for these hobbies and see how others respond. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. This week's Reddit friendship advice question is what to do. I can't even believe I'm writing this on Reddit. My best friend and I got into a fight recently while we've been drinking at her bachelorette party. I said some things to her I didn't mean, and I don't want to blame the alcohol, but it sure didn't help. It was a night of drama with the whole group prior, and what led to this just made me snap. I had no intention of this happening. I don't care to go into details of what went down, but I said hurtful things I didn't mean. Her wedding is in October and she barely talks to me at all unless we see each other in person. Then it's like old times. I'm trying to let her heal, but it's hard when I have life events I want to involve her in and life events for her that I'm supposed to be a part of. I know what I did was wrong. I know I said hurtful things. I have apologized and I've even tried to give her space. But recently she's removed me off things without telling me. I know it's selfish of me to say because I hurt her, but while she's in the process of healing, she's hurting me and making me regret having her in my wedding and as my son's godparent. What do I do? What do I do? Oh man, this is a tough one. This stuff. But I chose this, I think. Um, but I, I see that there's a lot of stuff going on here. And unfortunately, you are dealing with some difficulty with um you know 
being open and telling the truth of how things went down. So I'd be curious about what, what what's going on with the truth. It, it sounds like, so let me back up here because it sounds like you really want her to do, to get over it. You just want her to get over it so that you can be friends again. And whatever impact that you've had, we want her to just, it seems like we just want her to forget about it. That's what it sounds like here. And it's absolutely okay that you want to do that. I don't want to uh, give you the impression that what you want and your desires aren't okay. Like I believe that we're always doing exactly what we should be at any point in time. We're, we just do what we do. We just want to pay attention to what the impact is and the consequences are. Okay. And that's all. That's all I'm saying here. So it really does seem like you want her to get over it and start allowing things to be as they were. Imagine, though, that things are as they were. There is something brewing underneath the surface. There's something that you and your friend do not connect on that has been brought to light with alcohol and some, I guess, alcohol is liquid courage, right? Some liquid courage has brought it to life. There's something that you have been holding on to emotionally, intensely, and has been afraid to share with your friend. And it, boom, have just come out. Or maybe it was something that you have been holding on to intensely, emotionally, and you shared with your friend and it had been ignored. And either way, I'm looking at the point in which you had a whole night of drama. Something happened there that has been present in your relationship in the past. And what I'm getting at is that it has finally been brought to light and getting over it may not be something that can happen because it was always there. It has always been there and it's just become more intensely emotional. And now that we've reached this point of where it's exposed to everyone, everyone sees it, it's vulnerability. I think the best thing to do would be to address that point. You didn't go into detail about what happened. And I definitely appreciate it because sometimes you can get bogged in down to the details. But I wonder, what is it specifically that drove you to say those nasty things, those hurtful things to your friend. Because we can't undo that emotional pain, but I believe that she really wants you to know how she feels, just like you wanted her to know how you felt in that moment. When we have these explosions in situations like this, it is best for us to take a step back and focus uncover, peel back, whatever it is. We want to learn why we started to feel that way in the first place. What behaviors made you feel angry in the first place? Track those back. Were they always present in your relationship? If they were, they're likely to continue even if you reconcile after this, and you're likely to have a more, more explosions, more fighting, more frustration. You have to address this. You can't move past it. Although you want to, it's absolutely okay that you want to. You can get through it. 
You just can't walk past it, though. So what I would say to you is that you're pretty aware of what you're saying here because I'm reading this again, and I, I say that it says that you know that they feel this way, you know that you want it this way, you know that it's selfish of you, but you just don't seem to care. That's cool. That's cool. But notice the impact that it's having on your friendship and relationship. Notice what it's have what what impact it's having. So do your best, really do your best to think about what behaviors that have happened. What have they done to make you feel so frustrated? And if you can, think about how you contributed to the situation as well. But before you talk to them again, you really need to go back and figure out what made this point of contention so deep. And it wasn't just a week. It was probably many more months than that of behaviors that have made you feel excluded or angry or sad or just pissed off. Whatever it is, look for those so that you can see what caused you to feel so angry in that night so that you can talk about maybe moving forward, moving through that. Okay, so I hope that this helps you. Um, No, you didn't ask me to answer, but you said, what do I do? And I was like, I cannot resist. So um, thank you for posting. It takes a lot of effort and energy to actually post something like this. Bravery, vulnerability. I hope that this helps you. Best of luck. Take care. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsofPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.